What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Kaisa Show. Mike, how are you doing today? Ooh, that was so good. I'm good. I'm just Wait. about to enjoy my hop water. Fire. Still unsponsored. We're just dropping product names left and right. Yes. Still unsponsored. Yeah, what's going on with that? When are we going to get the sponsor? No, We're working more, on it. When more people listen. Yeah. But I think really, if we just start saying we're sponsored yeah. by athletic greens <laughs> we still haven't tried it i know <laughs> no well, let's just let's do hot water and c4 because that's what we're always drinking there we go i love it um so what's buzzing what's let's get you're just right cutting hold it. on we're not gonna cut right oh, into that yet come first on. i wanted to bring up oh i think we've made it to the acronym stage really yeah so Why i was do you thinking think that well, just because I thought it, and then that yeah, was enough. Yeah, like we're not even yeah, sponsored. Yeah. So I want to start being able to sh- have a shorthand for the Kaiser Show, which is TKS. Mm. So when people refer to it, because here's the thing, I'm trying to think of all these tactics on how to you know make people more interested. And when you say something like, "Oh, did you see that on the TKS?" and they're like, "Shit, no one wants to say what's the TKS." They're gonna go and like research it. So it becomes kind of like in demand, you know, because it's kind of mysterious. And then yesterday, Taylor, our designer um, and brand uh, extraordinaire, had referred to me as Podcast Mike. Yeah, you are Podcast Mike. And it's this personality is far outside of the podcast now. I think it's just my personality. Oh, it's come to life a bit more on the podcast. It's a good thing. I love it. So you can refer to me as PM for short. Oh, my, okay. You've gone too far. And then we can start referring to you as PK. No, 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 no. I'm just throwing it out there as an option, folks. Okay, but also, folks. I'd like to know what you think. Does TKS stand for, did you do research? Like TKS no, could be something. because something stands for something all the time. But you're right. That is the very uh, priority like the item. the kinky, yeah. Yeah, sex. yeah. The kinky sex. Okay. Yeah. Or the Kaiser show. Which one is it? You might hear the same thing on both shows. So I just want to throw that out there to kind of roll out the podcast, the TKS. Welcome to the TKS. I am PM. This is PK. And we're about to get into some things today. (laughs) No, that's literally that we think we're too cool. Okay. We can go with TKS for now. Okay. And honestly, you can call yourself whatever you want. Thank you. Um, I'm not going to use it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to refer you as, as PM. No. But I think you chimed in on Podcast Mike yesterday. Yeah, Podcast Mike. Okay. That's different than like an acronym. That's a personality you have. It's totally. Fair. Fair. Okay. All right. Now can we go into what's buzzing? Of course. What's buzzing for you? What's buzzing for you? Okay. Because <laughs> I knew, see, I know you. You When, you're, when you are anxious to, to start and do something, that means you are ready. 
So let's start with you. Let's keep that energy going. What are you buzzing on? Well, I'm buzzing on a human. Not the love of my life yet. No. I went to the Esther Perel show this weekend. Yes. And I, am I saying, I don't know if it's Esther or Esther. I've always heard it Esther. Esther. But I don't know if that, we'd have to ask Esther or Esther. (laughs) Esther. Yeah. Okay. Um, So I went to her show this weekend. It was basically her first show in like two years. And she is phenomenal. And you are much more of someone who listens to podcasts Mm -hmm. and I'm not, Mm -hmm. except for recently I am. But during COVID, I started to listen to all of her podcasts. Just a little like tidbit here. I actually think that she is far better when she is a guest on Mm. a podcast rather than her. She has two other podcasts. One is couples therapy and one is um, like therapy for workplace. And I find her as a guest far more interesting. Yeah. Um, But I just, it was a great weekend. Taylor, our guru. What'd you call her? Our design guru? Design, designer and brand extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Yeah. We're trying to not use the word guru. Oh, 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 okay. Brand extraordinaire. Her and I went and it was a great time. And it just, for me, I love when people in a two hour conversation can change my perspective on things. And okay. This is what, what you do. You love to just like dangle carrots. Like what? What's, what did she talk about? What well, was, what about, was good? Well, it was the same thing as a lot of her podcasting, but it's basically therapy. But for me, well, I'm single. So I like to look at like certain things of like how I am. Why, why am I single? <laughs> <laughs> was that the topic? No, 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 no. It's intimacy though. Like okay. a lot of her things is talking about like intimacy and, and she just goes into detail and a lot of it ends up being like the things that she's talking about are self-reflection back to you. And so, I'm but like, how intimacy, like, how, like how we should approach intimacy, how we think, and like not just like sexual intimacy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like relationships. And a lot of her like conversation is around like one of the big things is around how we see our partners in this day and age. Whereas, you know, back in the day, a partner was like a specific thing. And then the village helped with all the other things. Mm. And now we're like, we want a soulmate and the perfect, ha- the, the person has to be perfect and they have to fill this role and this role mm. and this role. And so she just like talks about things that are, you know, I don't know. They're kind of eye opening to me and I really appreciate them. And I, it's like when you're sitting there listening to her live or in a podcast or this and that, there were so many, there's so many golden gems. So that was my buzzing topic. I just, if you're somebody that listens to podcasts or if you're not, cause I wasn't highly suggest going to go, um, listen to some of hers. Give us one gem. What was one gem? It, um, how you view the person that you want to be in a relationship with and what role you think they serve in your life is like has been a really big thing for me because I do think I'm somebody that looks for like okay does this person do this 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 rather than just you have a lot you have a community that can do a lot of things Mm. that can be like you know that person that you're looking for doesn't have to be the person that you tell you know all your business stuff to maybe Mm -hmm. that's not you know what I mean so like that person doesn't have to fill the bucket on all these things you like for me I'm like okay I start to realize like I just I want to have a really good time with my partner I want to be able to you know travel and have like and I want the <laughs> yeah they need to be funny because I like to laugh but they also don't have to care about my business and help support this and you know what I mean like there's certain things that I realize like I have a community that I get a lot of that from and so I don't need to be looking for somebody to be like perfect because I'm not fucking perfect yeah. and I can't be everything for one person either so they don't have to be all the things to take away. You can simplify. So on datekaiser.com, we can remove oh some of God. the check boxes. Oh my gosh. 
It's good. We can update that. Oh it's perfect. <laughs> That's so bad. But it is true. I think in my life, I yeah. do look like, oh, you know, yeah, it, it is true. I do look for like the partner has to be like all these things. And it's just has been like, no, there's some like very specific, just like in a friendship, mm-hmm. your friends, like you have like the friend that you kick it with and the friend that you talk about, like really, you know, intimate things with and, you know, the friend that you travel with. Like, so that's, it's an obvious thing, but I just really appreciate the way that she breaks down things for my brain to understand them and absorb them. Yeah. No, she's great. I actually discovered her years ago and she actually helped my perspective in my marriage and mm. like a lot of really good tips on just like, yeah, just like relationship dynamics and like how like people fucking make mistakes and like how, I mean, I think kind of the point you're bringing up right now, which is like, not everybody has to be perfect all the time or not everybody has to do everything that you want all of the time. I think we're, we're kind of in this space where we, we want that perfection and anything less than perfection is like, Oh, maybe it's not good enough. And maybe I should look elsewhere and maybe I should do something else. And maybe this isn't working out where it's like, or maybe like, it's okay to not be perfect all the time. Maybe like relationships definitely are not perfect. And when yeah. you don't view them as perfect, they're a lot fucking easier. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not only when you don't view them, but when you don't need them to be perfect. Totally. And when you don't yeah. need them to be like all fulfilling. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I also think she's talked about, and this wasn't at the show, but she's talked a lot about certain, there are certain dynamics in partnerships that work for certain people, like certain people like a partnership that's maybe not as fiery, but is very consistent and very reliable. Uh, You know, so it's just, I don't know. I I just, I really appreciate it as somebody who's always trying to like do the self work and look, Mm -hmm. I just found her stuff very fascinating because it was very easy to reflect back in to be like, wait, hold on. Like, yeah, Yeah. I view certain things that way. Mm -hmm. And like, what the fuck? I got to switch that mindset. She gives new perspective. She gives new perspective. You feel like you understood already in a very, and I just love listening to her. She's just like, what, um, where's she from? Um, shit. I just went through this. Is she from Austria? Uh, yeah, I don't know. She has a great accent. Yeah, she speaks like at. nine languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she cool. Just, and she in the crowd, there was a Q and A after, and she's just bad bitch come through energy. Like yeah. somebody would be asking something, and she was like, "Don't say that person. Say it's you. You know it's you." You're, and I was just like sitting in the chair, like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so she was awesome. That's cool. Yeah, that's great. That okay. was your longest buzzing topic. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. No, I support it. You're the one who always wants to put wrappers <laughs> around things, you know. But I hope after seeing Esther Perel, you can realize that not everything needs a wrapper, and it, you know. Okay, don't <clears throat> therapize <clears throat> it. <laughs> You know, I got to say, I'm not like buzzing wise, like I have something I'm going to say, but like, I'm not, I'm not really excited about anything right now. So, wow. Can yeah. you play that? But oh, yeah, it's this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's your true. energy. That's how I'm living my life right now. Okay. One sad trumpet at a time. Wow. No, here's the thing. I realize because I'm, I'm such like a gear I love like technology. I love all that stuff. I go through these bouts where I can't just be buying shit all the time. You know what I mean? And like it gets a little out of control because I get really excited about shit. <laughs> so like I've bought some things, but like they're a little too nerdy. Like I got a, 
a phone and watch charger recently that I was really excited about. But that that's like so down the line. Like I'm getting excited about like like charging my things now. That's so my wife brought it up. I should talk about Stance Socks, who I'd love to sponsor this show. I don't know where they're from. I don't know. They're not from Seattle. I think Strideline is from Seattle. You don't have a deal with them, do you? No. Stance Socks, I got to say, as you can see if you're watching, they got like funky designs. And here's the thing. Like funky socks, you're just already wanting to go to the next thing. Like often funky socks are like dress socks, so they're too thin. And that just, they make your feet stink. (laughs) Thin socks do not show me a foot that wears dress socks all day that doesn't stink. Like thin socks. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what it is, but they always do. So I went through a funky sock, not like overly funky, like fun. It's, you know, I don't want it that much. Just a little, like, a little You style. are a sock. You always, you are never wearing a black or white sock. It always has a little something, something on Yeah, it. something, right? I yeah. hope it's like, I want my goal is to be subtly kind of something. That's a weird, subtly something. These are a little <laughs> bit more. Is, these, I, these, I don't they feel zoom classy? Yeah, they feel. Okay, I need to explain to you all what Mike is wearing. He is wearing um, somewhat green, neon, and black tie-dye, pretty tight sweatpants. They are a little tight, but here's the thing. They're Old Navy. I want to get a sponsor by Old we Navy We need to someday. get sponsored by Old Navy. And then he is wearing... Uh, talk about talk about the shoes. He, oh, he is wearing Vivo, <laughs> the, the knit Vivos. But I'm more trying to hone in on the socks. So the socks are completely clashing with the pants. They are a little bit of a red, white, and they're, they're, blue. They're like a Santa Fe vibe. Santa yeah, Fe yeah, yeah, yeah. vibe. So, it's a dad. So I'm trying to embrace my son because he wears... Oh, are you good over there? Yeah. Okay. He wears the weirdest shit and I love it. We have this conversation. We have gone, we have given him zero, okay, maybe like 1% influence on like how to look, what to wear, what, when should you tuck something in? When should you wear a jacket? Like, because we love to just see where he goes. And let me say, he dresses wild, but it's like, it's his own style. And it's like, he comes into his own style. He rolls up his pants really strange at the waistline, like inward, like he folds them in. So he gets this like little frumpy little butt. And it's like, it's like a weird, we're like, why do you even do that? He's like, oh, cause they're like his excuses for things don't often make sense. You know, he's like, because it's, you know, I'm warm and you're like, okay, okay. that cools you off. That's cool. Anyways, all this to be said, I love stance socks. They have a lot of like subtle, solid designs and they have like a little bit more, you know, funky, but the biggest reason why I love them is because they're not thin like a dress sock and they don't stink. Like they're good. They're a quality sock. Your feet don't smell like onions? No, my feet smell great. No, no. They, I mean, I get, you know, I get like stinky feet, but not like if I were to wear dress socks every day. Because dress socks are like nylon, I think. That's yeah, why. so there's yeah. something about the material, the I think. Anyway, stance socks, shout out. I've got, uh, you know, I've now, I've, here's the thing. Dads across the world right now, or at least in the States, are going to be sad to hear this. I'm starting to slowly retire my Costco Puma socks, dads. Why? Because I like the stance <laughs> socks so much. Literally, though, what, are you going to wear stance socks when you're working out today? There's certain time and place for fun socks. Oh, is that a challenge? God, this, I will definitely wear these socks is this today. A, you okay? You all, real quick. Mike and I are 
he thinks we're just working out. We're full on competing in a yeah. workout today. But is this the outfit you're wearing? I thought this was just the podcast Come outfit. Come on. This is just a podcast oh, outfit. Okay. But I might wear these socks. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was a 50-50. I brought the Puma short. No, I brought like some other socks. But I often will wear these. Do you? Yeah, that's I what I'm trying. That. I just thought that this was a safe place, but as we safe. learn more and more each week, folks. Mike, we learned last week that I smell like an onion. You tell you told the entire TKS crew I smell like an onion. Okay, but there was no judgment associated with that. This. That was pure, like, hey, look, this is a place. I want to create a space where you can come and smell like an onion, and we can still be friends. I will offer to open a window. Oh, I will offer you, you know, if I have some sort of uh, like cleanliness wipe or something in my bag during that day, I would offer that to you. I'm sweating. But it is a safe place. And just to be clear, we did run this by the rest of the team and nobody co-signed that I smelled like an onion. Because they're all scared. No, the team is not scared of me. Don't put that out there. No, but it's a different energy. (laughs) (laughs) We can't all be contrarians, as my wife just came up with this term, or not came up with the term, but she labeled first our kid a contrarian, because he just disagrees with everything. Yeah. And then we're like, wait, are we contrarians? <laughs> we kind of do like yeah. a challenge, you know, <laughs> Well, challenge Robert definitely things. got yeah, it yeah, from yeah. someone. So, that, we go. All right, so all that right. was with Buzzin Socks and Esther Perel. Maybe Esther Perel will wear some Stan Socks someday, and then we just have a Buzzin explosion. Well, let's just speak this. Maybe at one point in time when TKS, you know, grows, she might actually come on the show. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that would I mean, be amazing. why not? We no, can all I, dream. Do, 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 I just said, that's amazing. I got oh, excited. I thought you were saying, like, I thought you were going to go like, yeah, that's, uh, that's no, not going to happen. I've already got a list I'm yeah. working on. Um, she was on dream. the Tim Ferriss show I've heard her yeah. on. She's been a on lot. a handful. Yeah, yeah. No, she's good. All right. Um, well, you, we were going to talk, I was going to kind of like talk a little bit about the fact that we're working out together. I just, the fact that we've known each other for like, I don't know, we need to do the math. Let's just Six, say seven years. Seven, yeah. I have filmed at least like a thousand and three of your workouts. And I have been out here training. Are better, you okay? Hot water gives me some burps. You can't give me hot water and then also tell me not to burp. Let I my body be my I body. Didn't tell you not to burp. I just asked if you are you okay? okay. Yes. It looked like there was a lot going it on. It does kind of like they are. I got to say, hot water burps are slightly different than normal burps. They're not as like uh, like vocal. Like they're like subtle. They're little sneakers. Hop water. What are you putting in this thing? Hop. But yeah, hop. They're putting in hop. Um. And so I've been training like the better half of my adult life to be able to work out with you. And finally, <laughs> you asked me, or I don't, I think I actually asked you. I think I, I think I've thrown it out a few times. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like we could, and we could probably do like, we, we, we could do a few sets. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, so you'd like film that of me. And then like, you'd, you'd be doing it like on your own later And then finally, whatever, you got so excited. No, no, no. That is a lie, first of all. Let's correct it. Mike, podcast Mike, telling his stories. I have asked you a handful of times over the past few years to come work out, especially when we were at Athletic Forum, and you always said no. So don't tell this story like I'm the one that didn't want you to work out. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That part was right. Yeah. But... Um, 
you always would ask me when you knew that I couldn't come. I think Lies. Was what it was. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. Like, this is podcast mic. Yeah. You're lying right now. <laughs> At any rate, I am excited. I'm excited to train with Luca today. It's going to be fun. I think Cube's going to film some of it mm-hmm. of me, like probably hopefully not vomiting or anything. I hope it doesn't get that bad. Like I was excited to like learn. And then I feel like there's going to be like fucking an audience and like, you know, like lanes and like all these like competition. I thought we were like going to work out and I was going to be like, yeah, Kaiser, you got three more reps. And then you're like, yeah, and you don't. <laughs> no, okay. it's going to be fun. But no, like fun. competition is fun. No, it is totally. So, yeah. And winning is fun. So yes, yes. I will to... make sure you win. No, I know no, no. the role I have no. to play today. Oh my gosh. Mike said, okay, this is again podcast <clears throat> Mike attitude. Mike says this because he wants to set himself up. So he's like, oh yeah, I know. Like I have to play like, you know, the weaker link and let you win. And I'm like, bro, you don't have to play anything. I'm going to crush you. <laughs> like you're not playing it. Don't set it up that way. I also specifically asked Luca not to put any kettlebells in yeah, because that's yeah, that's yeah. definitely I, you would crush me there. So yeah, I don't know if I'd crush you, but you'd crush me. I'm excited though. I got to say, I'm excited. Like it is funny to me sometimes. Like uh, a lot of people who like work in fitness or work in like the thing, they don't do that thing that yeah. often. I mean, I, I definitely like. I'm involved in fitness outside of this, but like, it is kind of funny sometimes when I think like, why the hell haven't we worked out? It is silly. Like we're together all the time. Yeah. We both you haven't out. wanted to. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And you've really intimidated me. <laughs> all right. Well, we can move we'll let past you all, that. We'll let you all know how it goes. So either <laughs> I was going to say we had talked about coming up with some like, some some tips or so <laughs> I can already tell where you're going. <laughs> like how to get people moving. We have a handful of people in our lives that we feel like they have all the resources, but for some reason we can't figure out like what is it? And it's not like we're trying to prescribe them. Like at least in my life, it's people coming to me asking me like, hey, how do I get started? Like why don't I work out enough? Or like why don't I work out at all? And I blah blah blah. So I was thinking like sometimes it's night conversations are great. I think takeaways are also helpful to yeah. people. And so I, I, I thought maybe we could talk about helping people. How do the, how do the, <laughs> you're, you're loaded. I can just see it. No, I'm, like, I'm, I'm Okay, I'm you're not. not. Okay. <laughs> I can sense this, like you're ready to come out. No, 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 I'm not. Okay, okay. Mike and I had this conversation yesterday. We have, Mike and I have conversations all the time. And then it leads to like, wait, hold on, stop talking because we mm. should just talk about this on the podcast. Mike is a very like list oriented person and it works really well because I will go off on these tangents and then he'll be like, can you bring it back and mm. like give someone like three things to do? So we're kind of inserting that into the podcast right now, which is there are a lot of people that do not know where to start. And Mike and I were collaborating off of what where people should start and Mike took all of mine. So we're going to let oh, him. Wow. We're going to let him go. You would not. You'd, okay, first of all, I will start <laughs> and I will also prove that there's zero chances you... D- had this one on yours you know why you go first my first one i would say and this is beyond just working out but put things in your calendar this was like a big one and the reason why i know that was not on your list i don't have a calendar you don't use a fucking calendar i've invited you to so many things never accepted but that's totally cool totally cool but so this was something like actually no maybe it is actually uh fitness related basically my friend this was years ago for like mountain biking or snowboarding and like doing these activities would always be like oh we want to do this oh we should do that in a couple weeks life happens you forget to talk about it all of a sudden now that time is gone and then you never do it 
And so like, because I was like trying to be on my business grind, I put everything in my calendar, literally like everything, you know, and he started doing, he was like, you know what? That worked really well. I started putting like surfing or working out or going for a walk in my calendar. And when it would pop up, I would get a reminder that it's about to happen. And then I had this blocked out time to do it. So it worked really well for him. That's worked really well for me for a long time. That's a tip that I just shared with a friend. We'll see if it works for him. But that's like, I do think scheduling things, whatever they are, whether it's meditation, whether it's like, uh, you know, playing with your kid, going for a walk, whatever it is, I do think scheduling makes a big difference. If you're that type of person, yeah. If you're that type of person. Yeah. So mine is a little bit more, when I was thinking about this, I realized mine is a little bit more like philosophy based rather than tips and tricks because the reality is if you're looking for tips and tricks like you can google that and look and it's like I don't necessarily know that I can offer anything unique there I think that if you are having a hard time moving and finding time to take care of yourself through movement one thing that I suggest is that you look at the things that you're committed to in your life and the things that, you know, you are relatively good at showing up for and trying to incorporate some of those habits. So something for me that I know myself pretty well now, I don't really like to work out alone. And so the half marathon is a prime example. When I put things in my calendar or out in the universe, like I'm going to do these and I'm going to do them alone and I'm, I'm going to like get there. I don't. It's a setup for failure. And so when I look at even like how I operate in business or in my social life or whatever, I operate with accountability and people doing it with me. And that's when I'm the most successful. So working out is no different than that. I operate with accountability and working out, sorry, which is why I have a trainer or go to classes or put that in a schedule in a calendar, which you would appreciate. Mm -hmm. And I do it in community. I really like to have that time also be a time that I get to connect with others. And since I know that about myself, that's how I set myself up for success. I like that. I I think as different as you think they are, I think they're similar. Because you still have to schedule those times with Luca. Or you could just talk about it, you know. (laughs) True. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you schedule and you... (sighs) talk about schedule I mean we had a meeting yesterday you were very that's true diligent about scheduling <laughs> I just need to know that on Wednesdays and Thursdays this is exactly what's happening and it needs to be in my calendar so I can wake up and know so I think it needs to be in my brain low, but yeah, yeah see, true, I think true. you just don't use technology I don't use like technology. I use but I think you do use a lot of the same tools is not the right word I don't know what the right word there would be, but like yeah. the philosophy of, of yeah. scheduling or, you know, that act, you just schedule it different. Yeah. But I agree with what you're saying. I think you're, you're kind of talking about like playing to your strengths, right? Like what are you... And knowing yourself. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And lean into that. And leaning into yeah. that. Because for a lot of people, I think we make fitness seem like this thing that everybody should enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Everybody should love working out. And everybody should love working out alone for an hour. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think for me, one of the tips is like, hey, the, there's a lot of different ways. Maybe don't even call it working out. Like there's a lot of different ways to move. And you can do it in, you know, by going to a fitness class or you could do it by going on a walk or a hike or, you know, riding up. Like there's a lot of different ways. So allow that creativity to come in. If you're somebody that says like, I don't like fitness, try movement in a different way. Yeah. But it all starts with knowing yourself. It starts with, and being realistic. Or uh, 
ha- having the willingness to learn about yourself. Cause I think that's the other thing you might not know <clears throat> what you like. And so as you start, I think it's a great thing to just try a bunch of different shit. Like, yoga, try weights, try just mobility, try running, try cycling, try like whatever. And then you're going to have a, I mean, maybe that's a tip, like check in with yourself after you work out, whatever it is, or move or whatever, and go like, how do I feel? Mm -hmm. And lean into that. If you love dancing, dancing is great for you. If you love cycling, cycling's great for you. All those things, like leaning into what you like. Absolutely. And not thinking, sorry, I cut you off, but no, no, I was saying absolutely. Or just not like thinking that fitness has to be a certain way. Absolutely. I think that's yeah. like a big thing that you really show too is yeah. like have fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Another tip I have, also I'll go simple tips okay. and then you go, you know. No, my, mine kind of get a little simple. Oh, okay. Just like the start coming out. I like that. Um, I, so it's, I say start with a warm up, but like, Start with like the minimum thing you could possibly do. So like I, after like learning from you and various other coaches, like coming up with a really good warm up. And I think the learning for me was that warm ups are okay to be the same every single time. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes like in the world of social media, you think every workout has to be different and every warm up has to be different. And if it's not, then you're doing the same. And uh, what do they say? Like, I forget what the saying is, but something about like you have to, variety is like the spice of life or whatever. But for me, like I came up with this like routine. It takes like seven minutes, bare minimum. If I'm not even going to work out that day or whatever, I try to just do that thing. And it's so easy because it feels good. It's Mm -hmm. not like an effort where I'm like, Oh, this is hard. It's like, I will literally just feel better. Like there will be no stress involved. I do it. I always want to work out after that in some capacity, whether it's working or uh, taking a walk or whatever. I love that. And so like kind of coming up with a minimum morning movement, that's my tip. Love this. And I also think that when you allow yourself a set period of time to warm up, it gives you an opportunity to check in with your body. Because I think a Mm. lot of times if you are if you're not aware of how your body's feeling that day and then you go in to try to do something and then you are like crushed and you are too sore the next day or you don't feel good, like whatever, it's like kind of creates this cycle of like, you just don't really like movement because you don't feel that good after. So I think that that warm up period allows you to also say like, you know, during the warm up and then after the warm up, like how am I actually feeling today? What are my energy levels? How's my body feeling? Do I have any aches and pains? Like anything I should pay attention to when I go warm up or when I go work out? what do I actually want to do? I thought I was going to do kettlebells or strength, but maybe I just want to go for a walk. You know, yeah. so I, I love that. And I think that routine of that warm up is super helpful for the longevity mm-hmm. of being able to continue moving. Which is putting like a little, I don't know, a dog ear or whatever on that topic. I think we should talk about that. I got another podcast. Maybe we have Luca in <clears throat> too. How to warm up for certain things. Because mm-hmm. honestly, like I'm around movement all the time. I'm around you. I'm around coaches. Like I'm certified. That's a place I actually kind of feel in the dark around. Like I want to start sprinting. I'm like, how do I warm up for sprinting? I mean, I could kind of guess. But like I think it'd be interesting to hear from, you know, coaches like, how do you warm up for sprinting? How, if you're going to go like a heavy deadlift one day or like if you want to whatever. Like I think it'd we, be cool. This is a super cool topic. And Luca and I, another reason why I love training they're like he because he's such a brainiac I get to ask him all these questions Mm -hmm. I'm very fascinated about we're working towards lifting heavy um deadlifting and he doesn't warm 
me up the way in which I'm used to being warmed up, which is really long and drawn out. And so yeah. I'm always so fascinated. Like, what is the thought process behind this? You know, and, and it's working. I feel great. So it's not like we're not, I'm not warmed up enough, but it would be a very interesting topic to dive into. So yeah. let, let's definitely mark that and, and have that as something we come back to. Cool. And I think like for trainers, I think that's like one thing when I think about like training my wife, like being like, oh, we should do some more strength stuff. And she's down and I'm like, oh, I gotta like think, how do I warm her up? Like I know how to like do my mobility thing and that's great. I think that's a great sort of first, you know, base or whatever, not to make it like sexual, but like, then <laughs> I, I take her there. to second base. And if I really <laughs> knock it out of the park, she's really warm. she likes that strength workout. We're going home run, baby. Oh my God. That and was look, so we're good. married. That um, was- yeah. That was podcast, yeah. Mike. I uh, <laughs> love it. But yeah, I think it is like I'm less concerned. Oh, I mean, I'm concerned and interested for myself, but definitely as I train other people, I'm like, oh, we're going to go heavy on some squats today. It's like, I really feel like I want to know what is, you know, what other experienced coaches think about like how to warm that up. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a fun one to dive into because cool. too much for today. What, uh, do I think you, we kind of collaborated on that last one. Oh, it started with you. So we're yeah, just going to yeah. ping pong. Yeah, well, no, yeah, for sure. Okay. Did you, you didn't go. No, I didn't right, go. Yeah, yeah. I'm you were just supporting collaborating with That you. was nice. Yeah. Um, so one that I have is habits and I guess I, I totally have to retract what I'm saying because a lot of this does go into scheduling, but <laughs> shout out to you, but <laughs> habits. And so I think one of the things it's, for me, one of the things about starting your movement journey doesn't necessarily always start with movement. It starts with you creating a habit to do something for yourself on a daily basis. Could be a one minute habit or a five minute habit. And that habit could be anything that you can do to take some time for yourself. Um, I always think about my sister, you know, with two kids and chaotic life. And I'm like, just take a minute and quote, schedule it in your day and put something out there. And maybe you just take a minute throughout your day to just breathe and just to like stop and not do anything and just focus on some belly breathings. And then that grows. And eventually, you know, you turn that into five minutes and 10 minutes, and then eventually you start adding movement in there. Maybe you're just sitting at your desk and you take your break and you do your movement stretches. But I think for a lot of people, when they tend, when, when we tend to think about adding workouts into your life, we tend to go from zero to a hundred. And what's more important is creating a sustainable habit and starting to grow that habit over time rather than doing something for a week or a month and then not doing it for years. And so I think kind of creating that habit and knowing that maybe that habit is not starting with movement and leading to movement at some point in time, but, um, whatever it means to take a moment for yourself is a, great place to start agreed as you were talking about that what's interesting is I constantly want to I don't have a problem working in workouts like I work out all the time and I love it I think that's why it's easy for me because I've done it for a long time and because I'm very aware of the joy it brings me and I think it's just a habit but as you're talking about this I'm thinking I always on the back of my mind want to do more breath work but it's interesting because you're like, create a space where you just breathe. And I'm like, I'll create a space for an hour where I don't focus on just breathing, but I'll work out, but I won't create three minutes to just breathe. So it's kind of weird. I'm trying to like apply some of this to what, why, you know, breaking myself down of like, why don't I, how can I apply some of these habits so I do my breath work more? Because I love it. Like after I'm done, I'm always like, holy shit, that's so good. Wim Hof breathing is the specific kind. I know Miko does that as well, your brother. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's so unbelievable to me. The feeling I get after even one round, if I do it 
if I commit to it, it takes like three minutes, maybe four minutes, something so short, but for whatever reason, I don't do it. So I need to, I need to, I'm going to try some of our tips. I'm going to schedule five minutes for breath. I'm going to do it often. So it creates a habit. I don't know what my warm up to that would be. Maybe it's like taking 10 breaths, like not Wim Hof style, like 10 belly breaths or something like that. And then like, does that set me up to go? One of the good ones that we did was um, taking like five breaths before every time before you eat. So hard. Yeah. I don't know what you think. Do you think it's hard? We, I lasted the course of the month that it was, but we were like adding self-care things to okay. everything. So it got... What do you... What, what we... What? Oh, sorry. I was... Years ago, I was collaborating with Airvale on a project. They're no What's longer Airvale? a company. Okay. So it doesn't even matter. But on what? Like it was... <laughs> it a, was like a just move month long program that we were doing. Got it. Got it. Got it. You know what I find harder than breath in the beginning is breath at the end. Do you... I always am shoveling the last bite into my mouth as I'm getting up to put my dish on the oh yeah on the like counter or yeah. the dishwasher and it like I'm so aware of it and I have to like stop myself and I feel like I'm parenting myself in the moment because I'm like sit down Michael finish your <laughs> food and I'm like I don't want to I'm literally like having this like battle internally I'm like I can't breathe all of a sudden but um you know, but just wait. Why are it just, you okay? I, no, no, no. I just have to like when we talk about breathing. I'm like, oh, I have to breathe. And oh. I'm like, I can't breathe because I'm like hunched. Oh my over. god, you <laughs> fucking scared me. No, no, no. no I'm totally Hold good. On. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, because uh, because we cram so many fucking yeah. things into a day, and it's so I I do this too. We all do this. Where you're sitting there, and it's like you're literally telling yourself it's a waste of time to just be sitting here eating when I could yes. sit here and eat and go through emails and respond back to somebody and then write that program and then do this post. And it's like, just fucking sit in it for like, you know, 20 minutes, 15 minutes and just eat for yeah. a moment. And also one of the things, shout out to Liz that I started learning from Liz is like how much that affects your digestive system when you are stressed with mm. everything else yeah. and not in that moment of eating, consuming, digesting, and yeah. allowing your body to just focus on that. So I, you are not alone yeah. when, I mean, I think we, we all do that. Yeah. <clears throat> it just, it feels like one of those things, like how do we, you know, it's like we become more aware of all these things. It's like, okay, now how do we work on all these things like together, mm -hmm. you know, like making, but it's, you know, take your breath after you eat. Like it's not exciting, mm -hmm. but we got to make the unexciting still important because yeah. I think these are really important things. Yeah. And to like how you model for, especially if you have kids. Like yeah. for me, I'm always like, it's very important to us to have dinner at the table, you know, but he love like, of course he wants to have this waffle downstairs while he watches Ninja Turtles. And like, sometimes it's really fun to give him that as long, but I always just try to be like, just so you know, we're doing this thing, but it's not the normal routine. This is a special event. This is out of the norm. Yeah. We normally do this because of this reason. Yeah. You know, I don't know. My sister works. does, they do, um, <clears throat> it's like fun Friday and yeah. they get to eat dinner watching a movie and yeah. they even got those like, I remember them from back in the day, those like little tray dinner. Like TV trays? Tray, TV trays. Yeah. Oh, and the girls those. love it. And yeah. it's like, so they know it's only on Friday. So yeah, yeah I understand that. But I just think in like in <clears throat> most of life, we're just hurrying to get to the next moment and do the next thing and fill as many things in as we can because we have to be as productive as mm. we can rather than just doing what's best for us in that moment yeah um, we morphed into a new tip which is just slow the fuck down yes slow yeah. down people yeah 
Let's take a breath with yeah. the audience right now. Okay, let's just take a big oh, breath in. Okay. Yours was kind of like nasally. Are you okay? Yours distracted Can me. Can I take a breath without being judged? <laughs> Folks, I'm sorry if that breath was just interrupted by judgment. Because maybe you're nasally at home. Maybe you can only breathe out of one nostril like myself because I suffer from uh, uh, deviated septum oh, and so sinusitis. Sorry. You know, let's take another one. Not nasally this time. Okay. We have time. Yeah. That's good. I Look at it. us. That was so good. I bet that made you anxious though because you're like, why the fuck are we? No, I was competitive. I was trying to breathe in longer than you and exhale, and exhale. longer than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So I was just thinking about my breath. I was focused. Yeah, um, I was focused on winning. My last... Wait, it's my turn. But I thought you just went. <laughs> oh, you can totally go again. No, you just went. Okay. No, no, no. You I went. Did. Yeah, yeah. You were okay. habit. Okay, I'm so sorry. Go no, ahead. it's cool. You were habit, but then we collaborated. <laughs> so sorry. And it ended up a slow down. Because it ended up on food. <clears throat> Thank you, folks, for following on this journey. My last one is, and I guess really, yes, your your philosophical tip to start the day or start this conversation is, I look at it as more of like an umbrella. Like you're kind of that, it's a higher level philosophy. And now I've got like one that basically plays into that, which is follow along workouts mm. was a big game changer for me. Uh, like P90X was like the first thing that I did. And then okay. I did Insanity. Uh, then I worked at Allo or Cody app, which was then Allo Moves. I struggle with coming up with a program like to do and like seek. I, not as much now because I've done a lot of follow along. Pause for one second. Mike is a certified trainer. That's why he's trying to program out his own workouts. Just FYI. Yeah. And I will say though, like, uh, it has been a lot, like I still, even now, like after being, you know, double, double certified, you know, oh, wow, uh, drop it. you know, I don't have my master's in sports, performance. sports performance. Okay. Um, but well, it's exercise science. But. Anyways, that was a huge barrier for me. I could have a weight room. I could have the time. I could have the motivation. I could have the clothes. I could have everything I think is important to, to like work out that day. But if I didn't in my head know what to do, I would lose any and all motivation of like trying to put it together. Cause then I kind of like self-esteem I think would show up where it's like, well, I don't really know what the fuck to do. Oh, I could do these and then those, but like, I don't know, is that really like, should I even be doing that? And then I could even like kind of talk myself out of it follow along workouts, like follow along yoga, especially when I didn't really know how to do yoga. That was a big one. And I love just like, I just have to turn this thing on. They're going to tell me exactly what to do. And I just have to follow what they say as much as I can. It's cool to bail out, whatever. And obviously we have just move shameless plug, but like I do the workouts on just move and yep. not only ones that, uh, I'm like unfamiliar with how to program. Like I just like not having to think, yep. you know, turn it on, do it. I'm a hundred percent with you, especially like when I'm traveling, that is the easiest thing to do. Or when I don't feel like doing a like full on workout, there are ways to move or you can follow along dance or whatever. And mm -hmm. this isn't even about just move. Like just, it makes it easy and it makes it thoughtless. And then you just have to schedule it into your day yeah. and push play. Exactly. Um, okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's it. Oh, okay. You can, you can, yeah, you had this really smooth transition going and then you pumped the brakes. It's cool. No, I know because I have two, but I'm going to go with one. 
Um, I think it's really important to make a financial commitment. Um, and I think that there are, there's a lot of access to free workouts and free everything. And then we just think like, okay, I'm just, I'm not going to commit to anything. I'm just going to do, I'm going to YouTube everything. I'm going to do all this. I think there is a change that happens when you put money behind what you're doing. And it doesn't work for everybody. And I totally understand that. But I think whether you choose to join, you know, just move, or you choose to go into a gym and hire a trainer, um, you choose to put money into some workout gear, whatever it is. I think if you make a financial commitment, you are more apt to stick with that because your money is behind it. So I think sometimes and it doesn't work for everybody. I will preface this, but I think I've seen a lot of success by people, you know, purchasing a few training sessions or joining a gym membership with a certain amount of like a three month commitment or joining a platform, whatever you can do. And it co-signs into, I also want to say, I think financially spending a little money on workout gear, uh, whether or not that is proper shoes, it is an outfit that you feel really good in, like things that fit. Shout out to Athleta, like outfits that are super comfortable that you feel good in help to motivate you to like want to go move. So there's certain things depending on who you are and, you know, like what resonates with you. But I think backing your commitment to movement in a financial aspect can be helpful to a lot of people. Financial accountability. Financial accountability. I did not think you would bring that up. But what? Well, I just, I, I mean, I get it. I like it. <clears throat> what are you surprised by? It just feels a little exclusive, like putting money behind. Like no, I, I no, I. It could be one dollar. Yeah. Like there are things that you can do that are not. I for me, it I'm not help. saying it can help. Yeah. I'm not saying this is for everybody. <gasps> Hello, we have movement for free, but we're talking about. So I, I believe movement should be accessible for everybody. I'm just saying, if you are someone who is looking at the fact that you cannot for some reason, get yourself to stay committed to movement. We're, we're, we're trying to give you a handful of things to look at. And this is one of them. And I do, I did see it with training, you know, with people. And yes, that is exclusive to be able to pay that for training. I'm not saying everybody go get a personal trainer. I'm saying make a commitment somewhere. There are plenty of places that you can go and train for a very minimum cost. You, whatever it is that you want to buy, I'm not saying buy, you know, $200 pair of shoes or pants or whatever. I'm just saying make a commitment somewhere financially because most of us are more committed to something when our money is backing yeah. it up. Yeah. So if you have the means, you and, have that, the means you know, yeah. and you're looking Just for... Just one of the tips that I'm trying yeah, to give. Yeah, a tip, yeah. Then that could be a very helpful thing. Yeah. I agree. And you know, people, uh, I feel like, shame a lot of like athleisure <clears throat> and like, you know, buying outfits and whatnot. I, I am so guilty of like, I feel more... I feel like I'm working out what I'm like buying a workout shirt or a pair of shorts. Like, and I, in I, I'm very much so the tool can often motivate me. We've talked about that. Like mm-hmm. my watch or like some shoes is like, Oh, I got these new shoes. I'm going to go for a run. Not saying everybody's in that position. Definitely not saying it's a requirement, but I do think it's kind of like you were saying, play to your strengths. If you know that like having accountability, you know, can help motivate you. Great. We have other people, you know, a good friend of mine who just bought a rower, who has kettlebells, who has dumbbells, who laid down a whole floor mat in his garage. Like, and we always have these conversations. He's like, how do you, like, I don't understand. Like I have all the things. And, and these weren't all bought at one time. Like these are bought down the line. He is representative of so many people, even me, my little gym downstairs. Yeah, that you never, I'm not going to say never use, but you rarely use, right? Rarely, yeah. 
And it's that thing that like in A, I think it's marketing, right? That's a huge part. We see people doing something on the thing and then all of a sudden you put yourself into that picture like, oh, that's me on that rower and yeah, I'm loving life and it's fun and look at how much, look at them with their kids and look at that sunny day and you're just like, fucking give me four payments and I'm good. I don't even have, I can defer them and they're interest free. You get so excited. I'm so guilty of marketing, you know? Yeah. But I, so I think it's just like that works for some people, doesn't work for others. And that's why we're listening to all these tips. Maybe people can walk away with one today. Yeah, you know? totally. And I think we have more. I think we you know, could expand on this forever. But I, I think that it is, there is an individual reason why you are not taking time for yourself. And I think that those are moments where I like to encourage people to say like movement isn't, we've already said this before, isn't always the first thing. Maybe you have to look at your whole life and say like, I don't take time for myself anywhere. Mm -hmm. Movement is a form of self-care. I don't take, I don't show myself, you know, self-care in any aspect of my life. So maybe it's just like looking at that and taking some of these tips and trying to insert them in and see what fits for you. But all in all, there is a way for you to add movement into your day. Anything is better than nothing. You could be seated in a chair breathing for a minute or stretching, or you could walk around a block, or you know, you could just shake it off while you're watching TV. There is a way for you to move, and the reason you're not doing it is only an answer that you can, or only a question that you can answer. That's a good Instagram clip right there. That oh. was nice. <laughs> this is like the wrap up. I love I met, the wrap up. I messed up at the end. I know. I was like, fuck, oh, I gotta cut Kaisa, that. Now. Come on. No, we don't cut right. over here. Um, yeah, that's great. And I I just love anything is better than nothing, yeah. you know, or something is better than nothing, whatever. Like, I love that. And I think it's not easy to embody that. I really think that that's a journey because it's just not, that's not the message. It's, you know, and, and I think like my good friend who I'm kind of referring to, like his whole thing is like that zero to hundred, like unless he's doing what he perceives is what he should be doing. Anything less is not enough. And is not even worth it. Exactly. And then, and, and that, that is just like, Oh, that's such a tragedy. But I think then we like definitely shifting that narrative to that is a message that we are told. And so that is never going to go away. But you should also think about, and this is why I always like to talk about movement as a way to take care of yourself, not as a way to like change the way that you look, because you are putting coins into a bucket every single time you take a second to move or park further away and walk, or take the stairs, or breathe. Like, those are just coins that are adding up. And every day that you don't put a coin in that piggy bank is a day missed that you're never going to get back. So I think for me, it's like that perspective. Like, every single day, you know, partway, schedule it in, partway through your day, did you put a coin in the piggy bank? And you can put a coin in many different ways. And I think that's what we're trying to say to people. Hello, yes, we are all about movement. I love movement. But there are ways, like, movement is one of the many ways for you to take care of yourself. And there are plenty of other ways that are maybe better for you to start. And we're okay with that. What we're trying to encourage is that you find a habit and a way for you to take care of yourself and eventually we'll add movement into that. Put the coin in the bucket. That was the Instagram clip. Oh my God. I was like, you're looking at me weird. Sometimes I don't know if you're looking at me or through me or if you're like, Kaisa, what's going on here? I'm seeing the past, present, and future. you're seeing it all. No, you made me think too. That was beautifully said. Um, Another tip is incorporate like workout movement into your daily life. 
Like, so it, it's kind of silly, but it's actually really fun. And what's crazy, I love to front load things, I realize. I got to stop doing that because you still don't know what I'm going to say. And I just keep going. And then you're like, Ugh. but I think it's a thing that I tried to create you on the edge of your seat. Oh, yeah, I'm there. Okay. You're going. Do workout moves. like So, like, when I get into the fridge. I lunge. If I'm going to go like to the bottom uh, shelf on the fridge, I slide in a little lunge because, and it's funny and people think it's funny. I'm not doing it to be funny. I'm like, literally like, I don't want to hunch over and maybe I'm not really in like, I don't want to squat and my pants are too tight or something. I'm not wearing my old Navy uh, stretch techs or something and flex fit. Sorry. Shit. Wrong brand. Uh, but like lunging into the fridge, super fun or like, uh, um, like squatting or like kind of like a reverse lunge to put my kids like clothes on the bottom drawer uh, or or just like when you pick something up off the ground, like take a moment and go like, should I squat or should I hinge instead of just like rounded back, pick it up. And what's crazy to me is I'll never forget this. This was years ago. This was like eight years ago. I was traveling for work and I was with this producer and she goes, I went to pick something up off the ground and she goes, did you hurt your back? What's going on? Because I like hinged and picked this thing up off the ground, like with per- not perfect form, but like hinge form yeah. as if I was going to lift like heavy weight. It was so unusual to her. She thought I was injured because yeah. I didn't round my back and because I like hinged. And I was like, no, like I'm trying to like not get injured. But that is that's funny to me. And uh, you're bringing up a point, though. This is so typical Mike and Kaisa to go on a million <laughs> tangents. Sorry, people, but um, that if you think about movement and a lot of people who aren't moving are not moving because probably they don't feel very good in their body and, you know, they might have aches and pains. But one of the things is if you start to incorporate more quote unquote proper form in movement, Mm -hmm. and that's like um, that's very murky in general. You actually like the way in which you move on a daily basis is more most likely the thing that is causing you pain, the way in which you move or don't move. But you know what I mean? So it's like if you're bending over all the time and rounding over to grab things like, yeah, you're at some point in time probably going to bother your back. Mm. But if you're, you know, squatting down to do that or you're hinging to do that again, it's more coins in the piggy bank, Mm -hmm. but also it's helping to alleviate what is possibly leading to future aches and pains. Mm. So I love that. Yeah. And almost like I heard this too, like. Uh, don't just think that like if you work out for an hour in the morning, the rest of the day you stay sitting and you're doing a good job. It's actually proven. I, I can't, okay, I shouldn't say proven because I don't know how, I don't have the links, but I'm pretty sure it's proven that moving frequently throughout the day is more beneficial, is more beneficial than doing even like a really hard, intense, whatever workout, like for an hour and then not doing anything for the rest of the yeah. day. And the beneficial is probably like with a little bit of an asterisk because it's probably sure. beneficial in your overall That's health true. and well-being, maybe not for like a, a specific performance game yeah, or something. Yeah, totally. Um, but it is also when you start to do that, it's habit. Like when I sit down, it is total habit that like probably, it's probably like five minutes into sitting, I, it's just like you start to feel, you're like, oh, I'm aware of my body mm-hmm. because, and it's always a self-correction. So it's going to be weird when you start off and you're like, oh, that's weird. I'm like hinging, I'm squatting. I bet you don't think when you lunge to the fridge now, it's just what you do. <laughs> yeah, and it's why well, I do because it's funny and like oh. my wife will take pictures okay. and like, it actually, the reason why I came up because we were with friends recently and I forget that I do it and I went in and he was like "Ooh, nice move and I was like oh oh yeah 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 like that see you know? but yeah, yeah so it just becomes habit and it's totally. like something you do and I'm not saying you're like out in the real world and like doing everything perfect it's just little 
tidbits for you all to think about. And it's fun. I will say, like, sometimes when I go up the stairs, I'm like, ooh, can I go up a little faster? Can I get light on my feet? You yeah, know, like, it yeah, just, yeah. and I think when you think of fitness or just, like, health, like, just moving your body better isn't just to move better in the gym. It's, like, to do all the other things, like we say. So it's like, yeah, go, like, take the stairs. Go a little faster if you want. Like, well, gamifying fitness. Gamifying. That's yes. a good, yeah, yeah, that's good. And I think, and which is, okay, last thing, but because I think this one is really helpful. When you make a commitment to, like, gamifying fitness, if you are somebody who is competitive, like, challenges or, like, certain things that have mm-hmm. a start and stop are also really helpful to jumpstart you. And I think that's something where people, that brings out a more of a commitment to people. Um, and, like, people are really surprised about when you're committed to something and you do it and you, like, say, I'm going to do it for 30 days, but you feel so fucking good after yeah. the 30 days. You're like, all right, cool. Well, why would I stop now? I'm going to keep mm-hmm. going. You know what I mean? So I think that's also something to start looking at, like, is you know, challenges, programs, whatever you can do to kind of, like, have this little competitive edge with yourself that's funny that did damn i hope people are still listening because that actually is probably one of the strongest ones commit to something and like really yeah i mean definitely to a lot of people that scares and it doesn't work well like it's the wrong thing but for a lot of people i think that's really effective i'm definitely that way like if i don't we've both talked about this if we don't have something we're working towards yeah it's just kind of like, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, what's yeah. the point? And I think for me, I always feel like it takes some time for people. Okay. Sorry. Let me backtrack. I think one of the, one of the best ways to stay sustainable in your movement journey is to be connected to how you feel and how, you know, how much better your energy is and just like how life kind of changes and you sleep better and all these things just become better when you move more and you take care of yourself. And I think there takes a period of time for that to happen. And that's why I think like a challenge or a program or a commitment to something allows that time because after that, you know, 30 days or 28 days or 20, whatever it is, you're like, actually like, I feel fucking good. And when you feel good, you start to notice like, yeah, I just kind of like care less about like this shit that's happening at work. You know what I mean? Like you just kind of like notice that other things are different and changing and that makes it worth continuing to move. So agree. And a caveat there that I have is that I used to get really mad about the whole too much of the cell around. You're going to feel great because I didn't always feel that. So I'd say, like, I agree if it were, if that's, if you do feel great, but I think the other thing is you don't often know how great you feel until you stop doing the thing. Mm. You know what we could say for sleep, you're like, oh, if I just slept nine hours a night, I would feel so much better. And you start sleeping for nine hours a night for two weeks or three weeks or a month or whatever. And if, if you're only tie to like why that is important is because you're going to feel better and you don't noticeably feel a lot better but your like health is actually like your brain your whatever like these these other big benefits you might not be able to feel so kind of connecting cuz some, some like connecting to a bigger thing and i'm not taking it away i just there's oh, like no, an I important part that um uh that like kind of like therapy can be similar like or meditation i feel like that's why people don't often meditate a bunch because they try it for 2 weeks and they're like my whole life didn't change. Yeah, like yeah. because the way people pitch it sometimes is like everything is just better when you're meditating. Everything is better when you're working out. And I'm not saying that's what you're saying. I'm just putting a caveat to that. Some people, that is 100% true. Like people's lives change. But other people, I think, don't. so for me, I think I feel better. 
but whether I get like a longer sleep or a good workout or a bad workout, I don't like, there's moments I connect to that. But the bigger thing for me is just like, it's like, I just want to live longer and move. But if pause for one second, yeah. if you stopped working out for two weeks, would that prove to you that you feel better when you move or would you not notice a difference? Probably. But if I keep moving, cause that's the goal that I'm chasing like that, it's hard to sometimes know how good something is when you're doing it, I guess, is part of what I'm saying. Yeah. I guess I'm different. And yeah. that's why this is so beautiful because we're all very different. I literally am in the moment being like, oh, I fucking love this. Totally. I feel so good. And I just like, it's so happy. And it's like the best thing ever. Not all of it, but especially when I'm like with Luca and do it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, so that for me is like really powerful. And it's always a reminder. It like becomes the anchor of like that feeling is something I'm always searching for and I'm super motivated by and I want more of it. And that becomes my thing. And yeah. like, no matter what's going crazy in the day, like I'm, I'm chasing that feeling again. So I'm fucking committed to mm-hmm. that thing. So yeah, I mean, we're all very, very different. Yeah. And or starting, you know, the first two weeks, like have a realist, like how, how long would someone, do you think, would you, have them sort of measure, do I feel better? Because like two weeks or three weeks starting a new routine, you actually might feel... No, but I think feeling better is very different. Like I think that many, many times when I had people commit to something, I'm not just saying like, I feel better because I have more energy. It's like also like I feel better because I just know I'm fucking taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. Like I'm driving to work and I'm proud of the fact that like I just took... 30 minutes out of my day to do something for myself. That's also some of the things that I'm taking because we don't recognize how much stress we put on ourselves just knowing that we're not doing some of the things that we should be doing for ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's so fucking heavy and stressful. Like every day to carry around, like I'm not fucking doing some of the most simple things that I could do to like be a slightly healthier version of myself is a lot of weight to carry and like that's one thing that I think people start to notice right away when you make that commitment to yourself whether it's a commitment to movement or a commitment to a minute of breathing or whatever but like making that commitment to yourself is a game changer because it starts to like relieve that stress and that weight absolutely yeah I totally agree with that and yeah just like yeah sleep that's good no, I, 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 we're here because we don't see eye to eye on no, no, a lot we of do. things. I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, it's more of just like, I'll add to that because I always have to add to that, oh. you know. But like, I, now that we're talking about it, you bring, like, decision fatigue is something that, like, I think Tim Ferriss I learned from a long time ago of, like, the amount of shit that you want to do and that you should do, quote unquote, that you just kind of never, it's there looking at you all day long, every day. And you just kind of put it off until it's really like it screams at you because either you didn't do the thing that you actually like needed to do, whether that was for work or whatever it is. Saying yes or no to more things can be so helpful. And I think even movement can be that. When you wake up and you go, oh, I don't know, should I, should I work? Maybe I'll work out later. Like, uh, And you're in that sort of decision fatigue zone. I think it can be more beneficial in that moment to go, you know what? I'm going to decide right now. Am I working out later or am I not? And it's totally okay, whichever one I choose. But I'm not going to let that haunt me all day long because that is like not good either. That's very toxic. So I think like sometimes it's, I guess the tip is it's okay to not work out too, right? It's okay to just say no. And tomorrow, yes. And next day, no. And yes, or whatever. Just committing. It's, I think goes to commitment. Just commit. Like 
commit to no or commit to yes. Yeah, close those tabs. And I am so guilty of that. And I've like been trying to practice even things as stupid as like, you know that the trash needs to be taken out. And I'll be like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow morning. And then I literally am actively practicing right now. Like, just go fucking do it right now. Because when you think that you're going to do it tomorrow morning, it sits in my brain and it takes up this little spot in my brain of like, you, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this. And I'm like, yeah. just do it and close the tab. Just do it. Yeah, That's me. Oh, man. I used to have this, when I get real motivated, I used to have this term called clean the cat box. Because every time we'd go through the garage, we'd see that our cat took a shit. And there's always a shit. Their cats are always going to the bathroom, as animals that are living do. And you're like, oh, I'll just do that later. Yeah. Or maybe Priya will do it. Yeah. You know. And then I started, I was like, I need to take... I need to take hold of my life. Clean the cat box. Anytime I walk by and it's got a piss or a shit and I need to scoop it up and take it out and be proud of that. Like I just accomplished that. And it shows up like this varies for me, ebbs and flows. But right now I'm on this thing. I never before I was, I think literally this last year, I never didn't fill up a full tank of gas ever. Always. Anytime I stopped at the gas station, it is full. Always. What else would you do? Here's what I do right now. This is embarrassing. I fill up like 10 bucks, like 12 bucks, 20 bucks based on the fucking time that I have to get to where I'm going because I push it off so much. I go, oh, I'm going to get gas tomorrow because I know I'm kind of getting in that arena. I need to get gas. I, I come here. Oh, shit, I'll get gas on the way home. I get close to home. I'm like, I just kind of want to get home. I'll get gas in the morning. Now I'm on like, you know, 20 miles left in the tank, which is also a risk. I don't know if that's true or not. Like, is it because sometimes it drops to zero. So this morning I was like, oh, shit, I got to go get gas. I'm running a little behind. And so I got like I got like sixteen dollars of gas. I like, all right, I know I can get to and fro for a few days. Cool. I'm good. And I'll just get gas this weekend. I just I'm like, it's so weird. It's not. It's not weird. You know yourself. And you're like doing the thing that works for you. That's yeah. not weird. Like this is the other thing. We always try to fit in other people's boxes. Like what works for you is something that's like, that's beautiful. It's works. Yeah. I was confused why you were doing it. Now, yeah, yeah, now yeah. it makes sense yeah. or whatever the reason was. I don't even have to understand it, but like, no, that's not, that's awesome. Like maybe more people are going to do that too. <laughs> I'm somebody who thinks my tank is empty when it's on half. So I'm like the opposite. I'm like, Fill her up, fill her up. Don't go, if it's on half, we're basically on empty. So I'm That's how I've the other been way. all my life. And you know what? I'm just leaning into this change like of like, it. I'm letting go. But when you it. do that, it also segues into other things. And I think that's what's so beautiful is like actively practicing. And another thing that I'm, I, sorry, I have so many things, but another thing I'm doing because I'm trying to actively practice in the moment of knowing that I need to do something, I'd like to close the tab in my brain. So I do it and actively practicing that, that I'm not trying to reach this pinnacle moment where everything is clear in my life. And like, I, you know, that's like something for mm. me, where I realized for so long, I was thinking if I could close all the tabs and just sit here for one moment and finally be able to breathe, life is going to be good. And then I started to realize like, I have to learn how to breathe in the chaos of mm. open tabs 24 seven, because that is my life. And also it's like what I enjoy about my life, yeah. but like not trying to find the time where I'm going to do everything and then have the moment to myself. But like, taking the moment for myself whenever I can in the middle of all the chaos is like now my life. Yeah. I heard this is, this is good. Sorry. I'm not sorry, but we're all over the place, but this is fun. Cause it's natural. When you close all your tabs, then what? You're dead. 
or you're looking for a new fucking tab yeah. to open, right? Like yeah. I just heard this where it's like this True. guy was talking about like how we try to do what you're saying, you know, or like retirement and all this. It's like just get done with all of it. And you're like, what do you do when you stop like caring? Like when you're not stressed out about anything, like when you don't have any uh, like anything to be accountable to, like, so now what you just sit there and like, maybe that could totally be great for some people. Totally. But I think for most of us, I think it's kind of like, it's a false happiness of like that you get there and you're going to be happy. Cause yeah, you're, I can just say you with no tabs, that doesn't sound like a good place. What would that be? But you're, this is going into another suggestion for people that are trying to incorporate more regular movement into their life is to not put it off and think that like when your kids grow up, you'll be able to do that thing. And you know, when your job switches, you'll be able to do that thing because something else will inevitably come up. So it's like in the moment, in the days that I have right now, not like when things change, not when things get quote unquote perfect because they never will. But in the days that I have right now, how can I incorporate those things? And what does that look like? And you know, for those with like little kids, maybe for the next handful of years, what that looks like is a few minutes of walking, you know, pushing totally. the stroller into it. And it's like, that's beautiful. And that's perfect in that moment. And that's what's going to work. And then in several years from now, you can change it to do something else. And then when your kids are out of the house, maybe then you're full on in classes and doing hour mm. workouts. Great. But like, don't wait to do the thing when life is perfect. Mm. Life will never be perfect. It'll never be the thing that you think like is like, now I can do it all. It never is that way. We always know that. But like, it never becomes that moment. That's great. That's a good <laughs> just summary. You're such a hype man. That's my job. But I'm also yeah, like, are. that's like I'm authentically that for this. Like, I love that. That's such a good. And I that is really something. Again, that's I just that is I finally have reached because I have a kid. And there's all these things that. I can't do like I want to do. And I've had to find ways to just do enough. And what's funny is that happens is that enough that is like definitely not the ideal when you're, when you're not doing it, if that makes sense. Like when I'm thinking about doing less, not exciting, it feels like I'm resigned and it feels like I'm uh, fine. Like I'll just do it even though it's not worth it. What, what happens is I start doing that and I'm just really grateful for that time that I did do that thing because I know how precious time in is and how hard it is to make it happen. So I'm kind of like, it's almost become, I almost feel like my movement with whatever I do, whether it's sports or just like working out or or anything has become more important to me because it's harder to make happen. So I'm happier when I do it and I feel a greater gratitude and enjoyment out of it because it's like, I'm more proud of myself. Amen. And I think that like, you're so on point though, with like, you have to learn how to create habits with obstacles because there will always be obstacles. Life does not come without obstacles. And the more you can create habits within the obstacles, when obstacles take a break, which is definitely what can happen, they won't disappear, but they take a break. And when they do, you can really soak that in and be like, damn, I'm so glad I did all that groundwork because now it's just easy and this is fun and I have more time knowing that it's not going to last forever. Yeah, you just appreciate that differently and then you are also equipped for when the obstacles pop back up, you already know how to handle that. So yeah, I love it. (laughs) That's good. That was a really good, should we go to a few listener questions? Oh yeah, 
That was so. Thank you for going on that journey, Kaisa. That was beautiful. Thank you, listeners out there, because <laughs> I feel like we started. This is. I feel like this. You know, this is going to happen. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might come up with a couple of. Well, you things. all. You all. Yesterday, Mike was like, come up with five <laughs> things, and I literally was like, Mike, that's not one. I don't operate <laughs> like that. So when I came today, he was like, are you prepared with your five things? And yeah, I just laughed. I loved it. And then look at what happens. Though. I love it. Oh, love my it. God. Okay, hold on. Here. Why? Is it, oh, my God, like we have a lot of questions? Yeah, we are getting short on time, so we're just going to do a few questions here. We're getting a lot of questions. You know why? Why? Because you're asking people to leave oh, questions. That's I love why. it. Yeah, I know. I just have to be reminded. It's working. Okay. Um, let's start with, let's start with, God. I listened to some of these, but I can't remember exactly which one. So we'll go. Do, 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 do. And in while Mike is trying to find, remember, yeah. if you have any questions for us, www.kaisafit.com slash ask. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> what? You just hit him with the www. Oh, do I, no I one not? No one does www. Oh, what do anymore. I do? This is like 98. Oh, sorry. Like, www. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Just, oh, just kaisafit.com slash ask. Oh. That was a good www. <laughs> You can was, find us. I was trying to distract people while yeah, you were taking your time. Good. I feel there's immense pressure right now. I'm just going to play one. Okay. In hopes, you know, I didn't, I didn't. Okay. I'm just going to try this out. Let's see if it works. Wow. Come on. I now. know I'm slipping. Here we go. Hey girl. Hey, oh my gosh. I love your podcast. I'm wondering if you have any advice for other um, athletes or wannabe athletes who are trying to build their platforms on social media and look up to your platform for its creativity, its movement, its strength. What would you suggest to help us kind of work on, you know, building a community and followers and working with brands and all the rest of it? What are your suggestions? I did listen to the episode where you talked about your journey on getting to where it is, getting to one mil and all of that. Um, so what is your kind of advice to the micro influencers who are trying to build their platforms? Can't wait to hear it. Bye. That is a great question. This is a loaded question. So simply put, I there are a handful of things. One, you have to recognize what you're up against right now, which is not the same thing that I was up against because I was so early into Instagram that I had such an advantage that is no longer existing. One of the things that I did though that I still think is pertinent, is that the right word, to today, is trying to figure out what makes you uniquely you. Because as woo-woo as this sounds, when you are putting content out on social media because you think it's gonna be the thing that's, you know, like goes viral or makes people wanna follow you, but it's not really truly you, everyone can feel it. It's It just is very, very obvious. So when I think about trainers coming on and trying to build their platform, I really try to encourage like what, when you're in your studio, your space, or your coaching, like what are a few of the things that make you stand out as a coach? And what are, how do you convey that on social media? I also think it's so important to value the hundreds or thousands of people that you have and not constantly look to the hundreds of thousands or millions that you need because I am right here telling you that when you have tons and tons of followers, you almost are not even as influential anymore. And so really, really value the hundreds of followers you have, 
the thousands of followers you have and know that you have a lot of influence on the people that are listening to you and paying attention to you and really like honor that and own that and and don't waste their time. Like one of the mantras I always had in my head as I was growing social was when I post something, no matter what it is, will somebody get something from it? And if it didn't pass that filter, I didn't put it out there. And I will say now I'm definitely guilty more of like, I've gotten to a point where I want to just put the things that I want, like shoes. Can't say anybody's getting anything from it. But if you look back in the day when I was building my social, I only put content out that I believed somebody or a handful of people would truly benefit from seeing. And that was kind of the filters that I used. It's a great answer. Beautifully, beautifully stated. And I think it is, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's changed a lot. Mm-hmm. I think something that my friend once said is like, what would you create if, if you didn't need to make money or if, if, what would you create if no one was watching? And I think it's always a good filter because at the end of the day, if it's not working for you, like if you're not gaining followers, if you're not getting engagement, if that's your only motivation, you're probably just going to quit. Oh, absolutely. You know, so if you like, what would you create so that you like what you're creating? Mm-hmm. And you've talked about that, like what you create and to have energy around what you create, be true to yourself. Like you said, because yeah. then you'll, you have the endurance to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's do, let's see here. Oh, let's see this one. Favorite sister question mark. <laughs> Did that say, am I your favorite sister? So first of all, I had to play that because that's your sister. Wait, I can't, I didn't know who <laughs> I, that is. Yeah, because I can't, like, I just wanted to put this one on blast. Like, she wants to call in and she didn't even hold the record button. Let's listen to okay. it again. Play it back. Favorite sister, question mark. Oh, it's definitely <laughs> Hannah. Because only Hannah would do that. But Hannah, learn how to record. Come on, girl. We're putting you on blast. Hannah is my younger sister. So if you don't know, I have, there's four of us total. Older sister, Raya, me, younger sister, Hannah, younger brother, Miko. <laughs> Love it. I'm waiting for Uncle Matt to pop on this oh, and yeah, he still on, hasn't. Matt. So it's like, what's up, Matt? Where are you at? All right, let's do two more. We'll do this one. Hi, my name is Callie, and I am wondering, you know, if you want to do a workout that incorporates all types of movement, you know, strength, stretching, mobility, stability, is there a more optimal order to perform these exercises in, for example, you know, starting with foam rolling, then moving to stretching, then moving to mobility, then stability, then strength, and so forth, I know that's going to be different for everyone, but I'm curious if you think there is a general rule of thumb of which order is most optimal. Thank you. Oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. It's all over the place, yeah. totally depending on what you need. Go. First, I was just going to say, not not answering this question, but I think, know that I think this could honestly be like a whole thing yeah. around programming and yeah. all that stuff. So. so, yeah, and I always say it. So I, m- mobilizing is how I'm warming up for any of my workouts, but like if it's a strength day workout, depending on the client, uh, stabilizing, like balance is super, super hard. So we do that after because we, sorry, we do it after mobility because otherwise they're super fatigued after strength. Um, and there's a lot of like neurologically a lot going on with stability that you need to be like hyper fresh for and then heading into strength sometimes when we're working on like more balance endurance depending on maybe it's like an athlete maybe it's something else going on then it can happen afterwards because I want it to happen when you're fatigued so it totally depends I would like to just say that 
programming is very, very overwhelming. And because we tend to think there is a perfect way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And as long as you're warming yourself up and then starting to get clear about what some of your goals are, especially I'm not quite sure if this person is a trainer or like what your client's goals are, you can tailor things and kind of move things around and play with them based on what you want and what you need. And if you're not quite sure, collaborate with other coaches. Because I will say like I am somebody who's always been not the best programmer in terms of like for the perfect performance. I'm a really good programmer for somebody to have fun Mm -hmm. and stay with me, but like for perfect performance. So when I want that, I collaborate with other coaches. And so I think it's like one, knowing your client, knowing what they're looking for, knowing, or if it's for yourself, knowing what you're looking for. Um, And if you don't quite know how to do it, collaborate with other coaches on like how you'd structure that. Because programming is a work of art in and of itself. Yeah, and I think something like an easy one, I don't know if this <clears throat> helps, but you always say it's like, you know, you're conditioning twice a week, like with cardio, strength, <clears throat> strength three days a week, and your mobile, m- yeah, mob- mobility, like extended at least once a week, but probably like mobility daily, and then core, you can all, you can do as much as you want, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I think this person was asking within a specific Within, workout, but yeah. Yeah. And would you say you warm, would you do core in the beginning or would you do core at the I end? Mean, it totally depends because yeah. sometimes I put it in the beginning, especially if I'm like trying to tune in something, you know, if I'm like having, if I realize like, like we were just talking the other day in my deadlifts, I kind of like rotate. So it's like, mm. sometimes I like to tune in and turn on quote unquote, turn on and just like be aware of certain things in my body or with certain clients. It's like the awareness of what's happening in their back. If I'm having them deadlift and we're always rounding like, and I say like, make sure that, you know, you keep that back length and well, I need to tune them into that so they're aware of what that that feels like. And then when we go into the heavy deadlifting, then they know how to recall that feeling. And, you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's very person specific. It's very, you know, goal specific. It, it changes all the time. Got it. It's good. I feel like there's a lot we can go more yeah, I think in on really that fun. too. <clears throat> all right, last one here. What's up, team? Mike's wife here calling in. I understand you guys have a workout plan today. And I want you to know Mike left the house looking geared up, looking pumped up. And we had a conversation about the expectations today. Mike was explaining him needing to stay in his lane and the fact that his role is to show up as your sidekick. To which I replied, yeah, sidekick her ass. No offense, Kaisa. You know I love you. Nothing but love. You are a strong, empowered, badass woman. I know it. Everybody knows it. Mike knows it. But if my husband doesn't absolutely (laughs) annihilate this workout today, there will be trouble at home. Have a great workout, guys. Oh, my God. I love Priya so much. If you all missed it, that is Mike's wife, Priya. Priya, we love you. Uh, but I will be kicking your husband. So, <laughs> period. I am at a loss either way here. This is a, I might have to stay at a friend's tonight. It sounds like, all right, no, that was good. This was a good, this, as it turns out, we're still finding things to talk about. So that's good. We are chatty. Yes. Kathy's. And again, if you liked what you heard, you had fun, you learned something, or you have some critique, we want to hear about it. Uh, kaiserfit.com slash ask ratings reviews on podcast spotify all that kind of and stuff and just so that people are clear when you go to this how everyone else is doing it you're mm-hmm. literally just recording on the website that we've or the page that we've created so it's super super simple yeah. you literally just push record leave your question and then if you liked it you send it in if not you redo it yeah um but also 
can you guys give us some ratings? Yeah, <laughs> like, we want some reviews. Reviews. That's yeah, what we, want. we need some updated ratings. We've gotten a few. So if you're a listener, we have an ask of you today to go in to wherever you listen. I think you might have to do it on Apple podcast to, you know, drop the stars that you think fit the content. Oh, five. <laughs> and, uh, and then drop a comment of what you like. Cause like literally we will keep doing this cause we have fun. You know, <laughs> we just talk anyways, but we do want obviously to be entertaining and like, you know, uh, um, not educational, but I don't know. We want to do it for you, right? We were yeah, like, this but is... Hold on. Wait. Okay. Everyone pause. Right. If you have like comments, questions, and concerns, don't leave them in the review. <laughs> Hit us up. If you have like, you know, you want to leave a review, you don't have to like, I'm not trying to tailor what you're doing. But if you hate what we're doing, please don't leave us a one-star review. Please just first reach out to us. Let us adjust some things yeah. and then let us fix it. Or stop listening. Okay, okay. We're, <laughs> anyways, long story short, if you have a question, go to www.casafit.com slash ask. And leave a comment or a question. And if you have a review, head to Apple, leave a review. Yeah, we Thanks, appreciate team. you. Thank you so much for joining us here today. And we'll see you back the rectangular table oh, oh you hate God. that one i, I was gonna to interrupt say. you because i was gonna say stop saying okay that. what do i say just just take that part out I, see you back here on the podcast or back okay, here okay. Let me, okay, redo, redo. let's okay, try start it again. Over. okay <laughs> three two Thank you so much for joining us here today. And we'll see you back on the TKS. Oh, I messed up. On TKS very soon. Y'all have to practice. Practice my outro. Yeah. Next time we'll get it. Uh, I'll work with her over this next week. We appreciate you listening. Thanks, team. We'll see you back soon.